When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Patrick Prince, editor of Goldmine. And this episode, we'll talk to Michael Kurtz, the co-founder of Record Store Day. Michael will talk about Record Store Day Black Friday. And as you know, Record Store Day also had three record drops instead of the annual affair in April due to the pandemic. Those record drops were August, September, and October. And we'll ask Michael how well those days went. And also we will talk about a new, well actually it came out in 2019. It's a RSD3 mini turntable that plays three-inch records. And it's doing fairly well with collectors. The three-inch records that will be available on Black Friday will be Johnny Cash. I would assume that would be really popular with record collectors. But we'll find out more after this message when we talk to Michael Kurtz of Record Store Day. Hey, I'm Ronald Webb, and this is Patrick Prince. And together we host the Goldmine Radio Hour, the show that features the latest issue of Goldmine, the music collector's magazine. Tune in Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on CygnusRadio.com. Hey, Michael. Thanks for doing the podcast episode, and I'll make it as quick and painless as possible. (laughs) Okay, no worries. How did the RSD drops go, August, September, October? Um, how did they do this year, all things considering? Uh, it was fantastic. We, no one, to our knowledge, just got sick or uh, right. had any uh, medical issues come out of uh, participating in Record Store Day. And, you know, we set it up so that somebody could either do drop-offs or in la- online uh, online business after one o'clock Eastern time. Uh, so somebody, if they needed to be shut down entirely, they could still participate. So we did everything we could to make it safe and it worked. And we actually exceeded, when you compare the three drop sales to record store day last year, we exceeded uh, record store day by a, 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 a large percentage and um, with less titles. Mm. So it ended up being very successful. Well, if I can give you my personal feedback. I, I loved it. I mean, 
every month having a record store day day <laughs> I, I i don't know if it'll ever be <laughs> repeated but having it every every month really went beyond my expectations i, I was uh able to b- i bought more than i would on the annual day and uh it got me excited every month so um it, it in a weird way it really worked <laughs> it um, did you know yeah, it wasn't something we, 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 we you know, were confident would, but it ended up working for those reasons. Um, it's very unlikely that we'll continue it because it's extremely stressful on the stores. Right. Um, to, to go through that, uh, you know, three times in a row, it's just, it's just too much. Um, right. So they've been very uh, clear about that. They can't do that. I mean, they're glad it all worked out and everything, and it was the right thing to do during a, a pan- pandemic, but... That's not something we want to sustain. It's just too hard. Right. Well, when we talk to record stores, obviously you talk to them all of, all the time, more than we, we do, but um, we're finding out that some stores have done better than expected during the pandemic, especially if they already had mail order websites, you know? Um, mm-hmm. It seems like the stores that didn't seem to do well were the stores just getting off the ground, or without a separate way of commerce, uh, like like a website. Uh, did you find that same sort of thing? Yeah, um, you know, in a crisis, people have to innovate, and, and yes. it led to a lot of stores, uh, you know, expanding their business by working online on the different platforms. eBay has been a really good partner, believe it or not, in, in trying to, like, discourage and, and minimize scalping of breakfast store day releases, but also in... in uh, doing promotions for the stores, helping right. them out, getting the word out, positioning. Um, they've been great. Discogs also was a good partner. Um, and then, you know, stores are doing even like Shopify on their Facebook page. And there's been a lot of innovation, so right. it enabled them to, to sell more. Um, you know, unfortunately, most, a lot of it is used product because the majors, mainly the majors, are not uh, making records. Right. Um, and, and uh, so that's that's problematic, but uh, but so far so good. This year was a really good, uh, very strong year for most stores. I think that those three drops came at the right time. They really uh, helped record stores more than I mean. You'll find out the figures soon, but I, I really think they helped a lot of record stores at the right time. Yeah, I sent you a link to the Billboard wrap up that was done just recently. Right, um, and it was. You know, it was record-breaking again. Over two million records sold right. uh, over the three drops. So we're talking, you know, somewhere around, um, I, I'm, you know, averaging out the prices per record store day piece, so, somewhere around thirty million dollars in, in sales, which is, you know, for record stores is very good. You know, and, uh, so it was really positive. I'll, I'll send you that link. So you okay, great. Well, as we were talking about how record stores had to adjust this year, some. Uh, well, it was a bit of serendipity. I'll give a call out to Cheap Thrills in West Virginia. They have two stores, and one has had a drive-up window, which really helped them in these times of COVID. Uh, I know a lot of people are doing curbside, but uh, just like you would at a fast food place, people would place their order and drive up. And uh, I, it, Yeah, there's been a lot of really... Uh good stories I've heard about companies in, in, innovating like that and ended, ended up having somewhat fun with it. Yes. 
And I think we'll look back on this one day, you know, and go like, oh, remember when? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, because it'll seem like something that would, you know, no one ever think about doing, right. doing nowadays. And all the stores yeah. seem to be using the right protocol, masks, hand sanitizer, uh, limit, limiting the number of people in the stores at one time. Um, do you find that to be mostly the case? It's definitely the case. You know, um, the only issues we had was early on, and it kind of dissipated. There were some people I would think their politics mean to, to the right spectrum were offended that stores were asking them to do that and everything. And, of course, now, given the, the situation we're in, it was exactly the right thing to do. It was for their own good and for right. the, it's good for the for the employees and the people who work at their stores. They deserve right. treated in a way that they could stay healthy. Um, so, yeah, everybody's done it. I mean, it's, it's across the board. Right. Uh, with the uptick of COVID cases now, um, what are your expectations for this for Black Friday? It's always unknown. Every everything. You know, I'd like to be all, you know, um, have reasons to be cheerful. Uh, right. But. Uh, it's all unknown. Who knows? I mean, I think I it know. should be good. Uh, there was a lot of really great records that we did. You know, right. the, the issues that we have are really the same ones, the majors, you know, uh, not getting things to the store on time and getting it there late and all that. But uh, generally, I think, you know, 90% of it's, it's all ready to go, all good. And, um, you know, people feel pretty good about it. Yeah, I found some friends more than past years or reaching out to if they're not going to go or if they can't go reaching out and saying hey pick this up for me if you see it <laughs> so I, <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. yeah i yeah. i've seen a lot of that um but i, I like uh, there are certain things that caught my eye for this uh in black friday and one of them is the let it bleed abco album i know this has been released yeah. reissued a lot of times but this is a limited run of 900 copies um you know i already own several copies of this album but this one intrigues me because it's handcrafted um it's a collector's edition of course but it's this manual process yeah. to pour each color onto the press by hand creating this sort of unique color design i find i found that intriguing and i i'm finding that colored vinyl is really popular right now it seems um do you have an answer for that or why all of a sudden this i know it was always there but it seems like now everyone's doing it and all the collectors well, are loving it you know when you talk about that let it be bleed um record specifically that is done is being done by apco yeah specifically for collectors that's not meant to be you know, a business model or like a mass-produced thing. And, you know, I've heard different feelings about it. Some people feel like, oh, it's just overpriced, you know, a uh, splatter record, which is, you know, and you you could make that case that it, that it is just as simply a splatter record because all these records are made by hand. Right. Um, but what the other records are not are the Rolling Stones. And right. they're not Let It Be Bleed. And that's why, and that record comes with a, you know, a certificate of authenticity and stuff because it's being made with the goal of creating something that's collectible. Um, I'm not sure that's a model that we're going to do a lot of because um, there's not a lot of Rolling Stones, you know, or, or Beatles or that kind of Pink Floyd, that kind of level. So I'm not sure about it. I've got mixed feelings about it. I'm glad they did it. 
Yep. And for those, you know, 900 Rolling Stones collectors that get it, yep. you know, I'm sure it'll be worth at least $200 when they take it home. Right. That's it. It is what it is. Um, but it does open other doors because, as you mentioned, everybody's doing it now. Yes. And this is another issue we're having with the majors is that taking the record store they model and they're, and they're saying to Walmart and Target, hey, look at what yes. these indie record, indie record stores are doing. Why don't you do it too? And of course, they underwrite it. They, they say they don't, but there's no way that I believe they're not. You know, because Walmart is in the business to make money. So is Target. They're not doing it to, yeah. because it's cool. Or they're doing it because it's a business. Right. Um, so, you know, there are problems with it in, in you know, being... Uh, too successful that everybody's in on it now it's up, you know there's some upsides to it too um but um you know we certainly do our fair share of it have or the labels that work with us have done the four sheet fair share of it I, I like particularly myself i like a true record store day release where it's not just about a colored variant you know something yeah. like uh the louis live at alice telly hall where it's a, a you know unique recording that Lou did with a band right after Transformer mm. famous album came out and he's doing those songs off that album and, you know something that went on the ground stuff um, that that excites me yes I want that experience uh, more than I want you know uh, another like a gold colored Transformer album or something it's nice it's cool but uh, I'd rather have really cool, you know unique stuff for records today. Well, I think for me it was just because Let It Bleed is one of my favorite albums. And <laughs> oh, of yeah, no, I know that's it. Yeah. And, and, and I've had people go say to me like, "I can't believe you let let this do this thing. It's such a money grab." And I'm like, "No, it's not. It's just them making something for Rolling right. Stone fans that are right. you know, they're collectors. It makes them happy. Let them be happy. Why do you, Why does everything have to be political? Can't some things just be exactly fun? You just do it?" You know, bingo. Um, yeah, so yeah, that's how I feel about it. So besides records, okay, the RSD three mini turntable. Um, it started actually in two thousand nineteen mm-hmm. in April. RSD. It's been a hit, right, with its three inch records. Yeah, you know, we 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 just we launched or did, launched a series of, of Johnny Cash records um, from right. the Sun Records archive. They're really cool. They're beautiful pieces of art. And yeah. we did the, you know, Sun Records turntable. It's, it's got the, lo- the famous Sun Records uh, logo on the, on the dust cover. And again, it's for people who want to have fun. They just mm-hmm. want to enjoy it. And, and it has been successful at that. And we have, you know, a lot of people really love them. Um, it's never going to be a huge, you know, millions of things. You know, we're, we're, mm-hmm. run, our production runs on these are like, uh, you know, anywhere from a, uh, as little as a thousand to as much as two thousand. So, you know, um, again, it's 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 what I was talking about for the Rolling Stones is something that really, you know, those fans want, and it's something that they can have, and, and it's fun for them. You know, we did a series with Post Malone too, so it, it's not all about the past either. We're trying to tap into some of the more current stuff that's happening. Yeah, I'm, I find the. Th- What's it? Four Johnny Cash three-inch records for Black Friday. I find that enticing. Um, I might even buy it just for that, the turntable, because yeah, it looks great on your on your on your bookcase or, yes. or something. You know? Right. And then every once in a while, if you need to smile, you put a smile on your face, you know, you know, 
you're playing that walk the line and your mood has changed, you know, or uh, get things that happen that way, which is another one that we did that was in that series. Um, there's also a John Densmore book, John Densmore of the Doors. Mm-hmm. Um, what's that all about? Maybe you can explain that a little bit. Well, you have to know that, you know, I developed a friendship with John a good way back. We helped him to get his, his last book published, and then he did, like, 30 or 40 in-stores with record stores to support them and to sell the book, and where he met Doors fans, and, and uh, I think we sold something like 16,000 books. But anyway, so he did this latest book, which is basically uh, him writing about all the meetings he had with fantastic uh, super talented people, as everybody, I think, from Robbie Shankar and Elvin Jones. And then on Black Friday, the book itself could be personal <laughs> at the stores, and those are signed by John. Mm-hmm. But it's just a way, you know, he's part of our community. We've always worked with him, and, and he's delivered in a, his best book, I think, the best one he's done yet. I think it's his third book. Um, right. It's really good. So, you know, we're pretty excited about it. Is there something else, another release that stands out for you this Black Friday? I know you mentioned Lou Reed. You know, that for me, I'm a Lou Reed fan. That's, that's, that's the one that I'm most excited about. But, you know, the, the John Pride box set, you know, people who lost, you know, feel lost at that, uh, you know, him passing away due to come. So I think that's another big one. I'm really psyched about the Nick Cave 7-inch that we did, too. It came off of the Angel Headed Hipster album. Yeah. And how well they're done, uh, did. And, of course, Hal died this year of COVID as well. Cosmic and Dancer. And that's a really... Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a real uh, special record. Uh, you know, there's a few of the oddity things. That, I want to hear that Nick Fleetwood record that he did with all of his friends doing mm. a tribute to um, Peter Green. Yes. Um, uh, that's the one that I'm, I'm looking forward to. I, I started doing a radio show on, uh, here in Bozeman, Montana, KGLT, and I've been uh, taking these records in and playing them. You know, great response, and um, that's one record that I want to play for people so they can hear that because I know it's going to be amazing. Yeah, there's um, there's going to be a release of a DVD soon on that. Yeah, um, and uh, Resonance always does great jazz records. Yeah. <laughs> and they got another Bill Evans and Sonny Rollins record mm. that I'll definitely want to snap up because the quality is so high right. and and, uh, and the packaging is just so fantastic. You um, 2 did a 40th anniversary of the Boy album. Right. Uh, especially for record stores on white vinyl. That, and their packaging is always just, just gorgeous. The one they did earlier this year for TikTok, their original EP they put out when they first started. It was just beautiful so i want to see that i want to get my hands on that i'm trying to think of the other jefferson airplane we did a 50th anniversary release of blows against the empire but uh paul epstein the owner of uh twist and shout in denver colorado did the liner notes for it uh so yeah we're celebrating arguably one of the greatest hippie albums that was ever made definitely one of the most trippy records and and sort of far-reaching as far as like kind of a themed record has ever, that's ever been done. So that was a cool one. I want to get that one. Um, I'm trying to think of anything you can go back to, to You can go back to Chuck Berry, Rock and Rollin' New Year's Eve. Um, that's a 2LP. Yeah, uh, I'll definitely look for that one. I'm a big Chuck fan. and um, Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Last fr- Black Friday seems like a million years ago. Um, that did pretty well, didn't it? 
It did. Yeah, we we pretty much always exceeded what we did the year before every yes. year. Yeah. So, you know, and, and it's different from records sort of in that, you know, we launched it on Black Friday, but these are really records that we want record stores to have only through the holiday season, you know. So a lot of that is, a lot of the records are made with that in mind. Right. Well, that Chuck Berry album, you know, in yeah. recent New Year, so. Yeah. So that, that's, you know, that's what, one of the ones that we did. You know, Flesh Tones have uh, Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, That'll be fun. <laughs> so there's always something for the, the holiday season, which, which I like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, take it back and make yourself a cocktail and enjoy it. Yes. <laughs> well, thanks so much for taking the time. Um, you too, Patrick. I really appreciate it. Enjoy the magazine, too. It's, it's great. And uh, I look forward to uh, this Black Friday. It's the only reason why I uh, started getting interest in Black Friday is because of Record Store Day. <laughs> uh, I know, right? It used to be it was just a big corporate, you know, sell toasters and DVDs. Right. Yeah. Uh, hopefully now. it continues because uh, that's the only reason why I like it. Um, well, yeah. thanks so much, man. And uh, like I said, have a good holiday season. You too. Take care. Thanks, Michael. Bye now. Okay, this is Pat Prince signing off, editor of Goldmine. Please go to goldminemag.com for exclusive content. Also, 68% off the subscription price. And then you could go to Barnes & Noble or Books A Million and pick up the latest print edition of Goldmine. That's all for now. Thanks for listening. Signing off. See you next time. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.